If you love your lawn, you'll love Toro's latest finance offers on walk power and ride on mowers. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN. Morning Mowers, it's the Saturday Morning Mowers Club with Missile and Philpy this morning, brought to you by Toro Mowers, powered by 100 years of innovation. Welcome to SEN listeners, SEN 1170 in Sydney, SEN 1620 on the Gold Coast, and a special hello to all our listeners on SENQ 693. Be a few sore heads up there this morning, Philpy. Imagine the hangovers. in like Just having a look, and they show the external shots of outside the ground and there's Pumping. a lot going on, isn't there? Pumping. You know yeah. what I was thinking last night? I was watching the Broncos uh, Manly game, and they're saying it's a sellout. But I'm seeing a lot of empty seats, and I reckon I know yeah. why. Yeah. I reckon I know why. They got up there to Brisbane. Their team wasn't playing last night. Yeah. They were intending on going to the football. They've got that three-day pass. Then they see a few other mates. They see a few other supporters. Mm. And... They just kick on, and the football part doesn't happen. <laughs> the bright lights of Caxton Street get in the road, yeah. don't they? They become cloudy. You can see the footy stadium from there, and you think, you know what? We're, we're pretty much there anyway. We might as well just is, keep um, on. We'll go tomorrow, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll go this tomorrow. Is, this is boys' trip central, right? Like, I'm sure there's, there's a few lovely ladies up there as well, but this is, this is a boys' trip weekend. <laughs> you know when you go on a boys' trip and you go, oh, first night we'll just ease into it. It won't be a big one. Mm. We'll, we'll really tee things up for night two or night three. Never happens. Nah. The nah. first night, emotions are running high. Everyone's excited, and you just ha- end up having an absolute blinder. I did watch some of the coverage on the last night, and there was like a um, after game show on both channels, and you and you you could see everyone getting a bit edgy about. Let's just wrap this up. <laughs> like, let's just wrap this up and hit the pub. Why? What are yeah. we doing? We're still talking about the footy. Let's go. Yeah. Are we are we the only ones from SEN not up in Brisbane this weekend? Yeah, Gibbo. What's the story? Yeah, I'm not sure, mate. I'm still waiting for the phone to ring. But look, to be honest, boys, I'm not too disappointed. I'm not at Magic Round. Like, I was, I know it's definitely like a boys' trip weekend, mm. but it'd be pretty expensive. Like, flights, probably not too expensive. But I'm just thinking about drinking three days at the footy. Like, drinking oh, one day at the footy, mate. drinking mid strengths yeah. all day, oh. trying to get hammered. Like, it just it just Can doesn't you, seem feasible. Would you be smuggling booze in, do you reckon? Yeah, Hell yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's one way to get kicked out pretty easily. <laughs> and then what else? I was because I was talking about this exact thing with my mate last night. It's like, all right, well, say you're too drunk and you've been kicked out of the footy. You're yeah. not going to get let in twenty pubs. And it's just like, oh, it's well. Queensland though. Like you don't get let in unless you're hammered. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> Maybe not too bad. Yeah. Can you get your pass and come? In and out during the day, so sort of watch half of the first game at halftime. Go out, find a pub, get on the source, come back in. What's the rules? Well, I mean, if you're up at Magic Round, maybe let us know zero four five seven seven three six. I'd like to. I'd like to hear from some of our uh, listeners up at Magic Round. What is your game plan across the three days? Because you do have to have a game plan. Yeah, absolutely. There's no point just what today. The games would start at two, finish at. Ten. Ten. Yeah, well, you... That's a big day to sit in. So you've got to have a game plan. Coming, going, eating, after parties. Yeah. You'd I'd, almost have to have it organised where you're going afterwards because everywhere will just be hammered up there. You'd be hard to get in places. So. This, yeah, this, you know what? Apart from, like, obviously the main drag of Caxton Street, around Suncorp itself, there's some great places. There's a couple of little breweries. The Pado Tavern is yeah. a good joint. Yeah. The sit-down comedy clubs downstairs. Um, yeah. The upstairs have got like they're all the Pato Tavern has this weird theme where it has um saddles 
Yeah, right. And you can sit at the bar in a saddle. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Any um any swimming after parties we've had up there because there's been you know races or whatever up there. We we always go to that area called the Valley. Oh yes, which I. Th- Think is like their version of King's Cross ish. Yeah, Newtown. Yeah. People like Newtown, Newtown? as well. Yeah, Newtown? yeah. Fortitude Valley. Yeah. Strip, strip clubs and stuff, is it? Uh, yeah, it's there's got a couple, some. but it's, it's more some. like it's pretty. Bars. It's pretty fun though. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And then there's another area like just around um, near the bridge. There's like the Story Bridge uh, Hotel and stuff like that. That's good fun as well. Yeah. <laughs> good wholesome fun. Um, so if you're up at Magic Ground, give us a lowdown. What's the plans? Uh, how do you come and go from the footy? And how did you go kicking off uh, the celebrations last night? And also, do you spot anyone like uh, mm. famous oh, just yeah. getting a little bit pear There'd be footy players everywhere, wouldn't there? Yeah, do you and think, former you, footy players. That's what I'm after. Do you think the, for, the, for the players up there, do you think that the ideal time to play was last night? So yes. You get the whole weekend now? Absolutely. Well, because, yeah. I mean, it'd be average if because now there's, what, three games on Sunday. Yeah. You'd be absolutely filthy, would you not be? Because you, unless you last can have game. a little crack on Sunday night, but yeah, last game, you that's not good. Who's the last game? Ah, uh, Gold Coast Titans versus Parramatta, which you can hear right here on SEN. Oh, that was lovely. <laughs> well done, I enjoyed that. Yeah, Thank no, you. they deserve it. Yeah, <laughs> they deserve it. Yeah, Magic Round's not much fun for anyone except if you're there, is it? Exactly right, yeah. and I mean. Look, like, I think, like, right, like, it's just another round of footy for us yeah. here yeah, in yeah, Sydney, yeah. right? Yeah. It doesn't look any different. They're, no. They're playing on a really crap ground that's been dug up. Like. Have you seen uh, Ian Maurice on Twitter? Is, so, he, is he the bear? I, I'm not sure if he's the bear. I, I think he was like the old, an old commentator yeah, guy who's been right. real critical of commentary these days. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's got onto Twitter and absolutely given it to Magic Round. Just he? saying like, so I think he's just gotten a bit pissed off in his old age. Oh, right. Let, I'll try and bring this tweet up, but basically. Oh, old he's, and he, jaded. This is, this is his tweet. And yeah. this, I mean, this could it be an easy, yeah, no. Nah. This is Ian Reese. Uh, I must be the only one who couldn't give a toss about NRL Magic Round. To me, it's just another round of footy, spelt I-E, footy. Oh, yeah. I haven't oh. been to a game in years, <laughs> nor, nor do I want to. I'll just watch whatever TV match takes my fancy, as I do most weekends. Oh, yeah. Right. Settle like, down, bear. Yeah, it's yeah. like, look, I'm pissed off that I'm not there. Yeah, so If I was there, I'd be happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd be pumped if yeah. I was there. It doesn't yeah. feel that different not being there. But what I will say... Gibbo, is what it does is it brings a big atmosphere to some games that otherwise probably wouldn't 100%. have it. So last 100%. night you're watching Bulldogs Raiders. It's the 6 p.m. game on Friday, which usually they'd been – if this was so. in Sydney, this would have been played ANZ Stadium. Yeah. You probably would have had 14,000 there, very few Raiders fans making the trip from Canberra up to um, Sydney. Instead, it's at Suncorp. I think they said they had 41,000 there for that first game. The crowd was going nuts for a game yeah. that really meant nothing. You got two teams outside the eight. Well, Canberra now in there. But it didn't really have much of an impact on the season as a whole. And I heard that when a couple of those Burton bombs went up, the crowd was going nuts oh, for it. Oh, nuts, weren't they? And credit to there's a lot of Raiders fans there. there so was. Yeah, the, dr- the drum traveled up. So yeah. did they get it in the overhead baggage? Or is that Good oversized You might have to buy one up there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was, I was happy that the Viking clap wasn't around because you know it, it, it's cool i like it but i think it's sort of run its course it sounds like an std yeah. too doesn't it the viking, the viking clap, yeah, right? yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah i've got the viking one that clap you wouldn't mind getting though right <laughs> no. the viking clap oh, i don't know i oh. reckon the vikings would have spread that clap pretty far and wide back in the day <laughs> hey like, there would have been a few english people that caught the clap off vikings <laughs> i reckon you're right here's the theory for you though don't you reckon newcastle would have been better off um going up to magic round and just yeah. getting hammered 
Yeah. yeah. Like, go they've, on. they've had a tough week. So what do you think, Philpy? The the Knights, um, for, for those listening at home that, that haven't heard this story, so a, a bunch of Knights players posted on Instagram from Bali this week. They've been given the week off and they've chosen to go to Bali. We don't know what they're doing in Bali. You know, Bradman Best posted a photo of just the pool at his, his villa or whatever. So there were... For all intents and purposes, they may just be having a relaxing holiday. You think they're up in Ubud, maybe doing some yoga and meditation, maybe going to the monkey forest? <laughs> um. <laughs> Look, there's, there's, two, there's two ways I think about this, Philpy. It's been a tough start to the season, but they have played pretty well. They could just be relaxing and getting their bodies right before they you know, make this run into towards the semis. But there's also another the train of thought, which is they're young... Um, the young players full of testosterone and they might want to rip and tear. <laughs> <laughs> There's a decent chance. You remember um, Brabham Best came back from Bali a little while ago with a brand new full leg tattoo. Yeah. So there's a decent chance he's getting half of that done again. Yeah. Like I'd say that's what he's doing or he's manicuring his rat's tail mm. um, or getting his teeth done because, you know, a lot of people go over to Bali yeah. and Thailand to get some dental work. Um, I actually was in Newcastle yesterday and it's a bit of a okay. hot, it's a very hot topic up there. A lot of people like of to course, talk about it. Of course. And randomly I, I was in a cafe and I bumped into Kalen Ponga. Now, I didn't actually physically bump into him because if I did, he'd be out for six or seven weeks with a head injury. <laughs> but I, <laughs> this is why I love Newcastle so much. I swear to you this happened. I'm in a cafe and he's behind me in the line. I've ordered my coffee and moved on. Yeah. He ordered a, like a soy flat white or whatever. And yeah. the lady looked at him and said, you sure you don't want a bintang? hundred <laughs> oh, percent serious. <laughs> right. So Kalen's on. Kalen's doing the right thing. He didn't go. Yeah, yeah. but oh, how good is that? What a great yeah, attitude. That's good um, sledge. Look, yeah, I did a gig yesterday in Newcastle um, at South Newcastle Leagues with Peter Parr, who's the Knights football manager. Yeah, and he he couldn't understand what all the hoo ha was about. He said it, yeah. we, we've just become that story of the week. The blokes it they've did, gone yeah. on a holiday. They were allowed to go wherever they wanted. Um, I guess, because, is it, are we upset because it was Bali? Is that it? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, if, if, they, if they'd posted a photo from uh, a pool in the Gold Coast, you can rip and tear just as hard on the Gold Coast as you can in Bali. <laughs> yeah. But it just doesn't have the same connotations of they're definitely ripping and tearing. Yeah. Um, if, if that was me and, and I was a swimmer, um, and I've, I've spoken to other footy players about this as well, if it's a big competition coming up and, and – and I'm really serious about it. I'm not going away to have a rip and tear at this time of the year. If I'm less serious about it or, you know, I was I was a younger athlete and maybe wasn't taking it as seriously, then I, I probably would have. So it, it, it I think it depends where the Knights' heads are at. If, if they think they're a genuine shot at semifinals or if there's players on that trip who are having a crack and want to make the, the New South Wales team in or, or Queensland team in a couple of weeks' time, they're probably not going for it. But if they are legitimately over there partying <laughs> at this time of the year and, you know, they'd all have niggling injuries because it just happens and you're not giving them a chance to rest, then maybe their heads aren't where they need to be. Well, it's just going to mean that match against the Gold Coast Titans next round, there's going to be so much pressure on them. If they, you know, if they're... If they lose, <laughs> like, pressure's on, pressure's on the coach, pressure's on all the players, but... I mean, I guess, know, yeah, that's the hindsight of it, isn't it? Exactly yeah. right. But, you know, uh, Freddie Filler used to talk about how Gus Gould would say when they went to North Queensland, you're not going out unless you win. Yeah. Oh, Do you sure. think if maybe the coach or the, the coaching staff came in before the Knights game, 
All right, if you guys can keep para under ten points or twenty points, oh. you guys, you guys can go away, do what you want. Oh sure, yeah. I get blown off by fifty. Yeah. Put it this way, <laughs> it, it, it makes you think about that Newcastle game last week, right, against Parramatta, because mm. these guys, what they they played on the Friday. Yes, yeah, Friday night, reckon, six o'clock. I reckon they had their flights booked for the Saturday or Sunday, and it 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 plays on your mind. Like I've I've had swimming races go both ways where I've been thinking. After party starts tonight, after this race. <laughs> All right. When you're on the blocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And one train of thought is, like, I'm going to win this thing. So when I go out tonight, I'm the king of the town. And other times, you're just thinking about that coming up. And it's not at, it's not at big events, Philpia. At big yeah. events, you're pretty zoned in. But at, at smaller events, that's what you're thinking. And a mid-season game for the Knights at Parramatta when they're not expected to win, that would be seen for them as a smaller event, right? And there's no doubt that's playing on their mind. Let's just get this game out of the way so I can get to Bali and, and rip in. And I, I just think the, the, the result that they got makes this whole story worse than it, it really yeah. is. What do you reckon about if we pump the Titans, right, yeah. coming up? Do, you do think, it again. Yeah. It's a master stroke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you do it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah Adam yeah. O'Brien's like, boys, yeah. off to Bali for two days. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Because they do say, like... You know, after a big loss, you know, you just need to get away from footy. Mm. Like Latrell Mitchell, players like that do go away, get out of the city. So maybe that it's just what the Knights need. A good little trip to uh, Bali. Get yourself some $2 packets of Marlboro Golds. <laughs> get your 50-cent bin tangs. And it's, just go nuts. It's just another suburb of Perth. Absolutely. So yeah. It's it, basically close yeah, to Perth. Right. You know, the real secret to all of this, boys, and players will just never learn. This is a This is a new generation of players, though. Do not post oh, on social media 100%. when you're going away. Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah, when well, no one you're would just have cared. inviting trouble into your life. Jackson Hastings posted yesterday. He's um somewhere. He's not in Bali, but he was by a poolside. It was a very similar photo to what Bradman Best took, and no one yeah. seemed to care about that. See what they should have done. This is what those six players should have done. Right, the Bali six. The Bali six. Yeah. Uh, okay. So a week before, do we know who it is. Bradman Best is one of them. Yeah. I think that's the confirmation. That's who posted. We could probably, yeah. I mean, we can probably go through the team and oh, we could, say We could have a fair idea. What, what the Knights should have done, these six players, they should have seen the storm that was about to come, right? Maybe a week earlier, take some photos of them training, training really oh, hard. In video, the bank. In the bank. In the bank. Yeah. Chuck yeah. it in the bank. And then this weekend, oh, training hard in the week off. Yeah. They're yeah. over in Bali. Like, yeah. That would be the perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because comedians do that. They'll yeah. um if you don't have a, a gig for a while, you would just keep a bunch of photos stuck up in your phone. Oh, yeah. Like I'm not this is not me talking about, you know, hey, yeah, yeah. this is You're a friend. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they do that and they'll go, Oh, hey, gigging this week and they went right where it is. It's like, yeah, no, that was four yeah. weeks ago, mate. I yeah, was at that yeah, gig, yeah. you know. So yeah. are you right? That That's would have been smart. a clever thing to do. Yeah, Put it that would have been a really smart thing to do. Yeah, well. Oh, well, hindsight, boys. So good the luck story, against the Titans. Yeah, yeah. The story only popped up because uh, Fox Sports saw Bradman Best's yeah. Insta post. Yes. It Otherwise, we wouldn't know. No. We'd have no idea. Journalism's yeah. turned into that a bit, hasn't it? Where, yeah, oh, um, big time. People are just, you know, trailing through social media and you've gone on. Podcasts. Oh, look at and podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the podcasts. Well, yeah, yeah. I think like 10, 15 years ago, like Selwyn Cobbo ordinarily wouldn't have an interview or a platform like that, maybe after no. the game, but... Here he was sitting down with mates for like an hour and a half just shooting the shit. And like, <laughs> you know, when you shoot the shit, you say some things you probably shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. You know the funny thing I thought about the um, the, the, the Instagram thing? So Paul Ken on 360 said, I don't, use in, I don't use social media. It's rubbish. It's crap. Blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, here's an Instagram story um, of Bradman Best in Bali. And 
it might have been James Hooper, whoever else was on the panel, and they said, well, how do you know it's recent? He said, well, look in the corner there. You can see this was only posted three hours ago on his story. And I'm like, for someone that doesn't use social media, he sure as hell knows a lot about when and where to find a timestamp on an Instagram story. Yeah. Um, so I reckon Kenty would have burner accounts. I reckon he'd sledge people on his burner accounts too. Ricky Stewart's a good bloke. <laughs> and what about Ricky Stewart last night in the box for the Canberra Raiders? Alan Jones, front yeah. and centre. It's an interesting thing. I mean, is he... Interesting is one word. Is he trying to accumulate? Like, I'll be interested to see next week whether Paul Murray's in there. Yes. Or um, maybe, Mark, like, the following week, Mark Latham. Andrew um, Bolt. Andrew, Andrew Bolt. He might have Andrew yeah, Bolt yeah. in there. Um, that's, the right-wing Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's good. I like that. I just... Well, you know how we were saying... Uh, Canberra is not a very desired location. And no, this is what this is to bring them in. Yeah, oh. so Canberra is not a very desired location, and they're yeah. they're looking for angles. How do we rec- recruit players? Yeah, yeah. bring uh, AJ in. Maybe we become the conservative club, and if you've got some real right wing views, you know you're against the voice. Maybe. Oh, yeah. um, interesting. <laughs> maybe you don't like our immigration policies. <laughs> maybe you go down to Canberra, <laughs> and that's just that. That becomes a place where you can voice your opinions freely as a as a right wing supporter. Major that, major sponsor Sky News on the front of the jerseys. Yeah. It seems like a very intimidating box, though, did it not? Because there was obviously Madge Maguire's yeah. in there, Ricky Stewart, and then AJ. Like they'd be well, able even- to. Even you've got um, Steve Crawley's brother, Michael Crawley. Is oh, he's there. in there. He's, he's the uh, attack coach at Canberra. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Steve mean... Crawley, the most emotional man in uh, rugby league journalism. Every time on 360, it looks like he's just about to cry. <laughs> I like, mean, can't you, I can't believe these players <laughs> would go to Bartley. <laughs> like, look at those look at those figures inside that box. They know how to copper spray and probably give one as oh, well. Oh, that is an intimidating box. If if you're if you're an injured player, yeah. And you know how sometimes the injured players sit up oh. in a box with a coach. Say, oh, I'm an injured player at Canberra. I'm staying so far away from that box. Yeah. And do you reckon there's some coaches today going, hey, look at our box. Is this our box? We need to beef up our box. So, like, if you're in Queensland, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a Bob Catter. Yeah. End up in the box. Clive Palmer, potentially, round two. Pauline Hanson. Pauline Pauline Hanson. Jackie Lambie. (laughs) Palastasia. Who was... uh, Penny Wong. (laughs) (laughs) Who just... Was it Lydia Thorpe down at the strip club in... Yes. I mean, geez, we could just go through. Well, there's another one for our listeners. So we saw Alan Jones pop up in Ricky Stewart's... How do I say this? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the coaches' box, right? <laughs> we saw Alan Jones in the Raiders' coaches' box uh, last night. Must have helped. They got the win. Uh, there wasn't a lot of emotion from Alan up the bo- up no. the back. Uh, Ricky's f this, f that. He's at the front of the box. <laughs> Alan's just sitting. He's got a, he's got a walking cane these days. He's yeah. a bit older. Alan looked like he was holding rosemary beads who, of some sort. Who would you like to see in the coach's box for your club this weekend? Who's going to bring some inspiration? Rusty's never actually in the coach's box, is he? Nah, he's got it's his own strange, little private. It's a strange one for Ricky that he brings Alan right in in a sanctum. Because I saw him also. He was in the he was in the changing room when Ricky's giving his halftime address, sitting there listening. Who would you like to see for your team in the coach's box this weekend? 0457 736 736. Does Magic Round become the round when you, you bring out celebrities? I think that's what it's going to turn into. Yeah. yeah. It'll be. Or do you think it was a case of like Alan last minute going, Rick, I need a ticket to the game. Yeah. And then well, yeah, the yeah, NRL announced. That's all he's got. It's sold out. I've only got one, mate. He just has to sit there. Does, does Ricky Stewart owe Alan Jones a favour oh, for some reason? That's is that why Alan Jones is. Yeah. is 
<laughs> pull the favour there. Um, Simo from Balmain says, surprise, Albo wasn't there. He could have been the dressing room DJ. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Imagine uh, that. you got Alan Jones sitting up there and then you got Albo just DJing in Ricky Stewart's uh, box. Yeah, Dr- Drew's texted in and said Alan Jones was Sticky's rugby union coach back in the day. Is Sticky a rugby union player? Yeah, he very good rugby union player. I think he came up through the grades playing rugby union. Yep. So he's one of those multi-talented yeah. sports people. Ricky. Yeah. All right. And AJ Texas- as well, for that matter. Yeah. Coach what? the Wallabies. Oh, yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a story coach. Uh, text us in 0457 736 736. Who would you like to see in the coach's box for your club this weekend at Magic Crown? You're on the Mowers Club. If you love your lawn, you'll love Toro's latest finance offers on walk power and ride on mowers. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN. You're on the Mowers Club with Missile and Philpy this morning, brought to you by Toro Mowers, powered by 100 years of innovation. Uh, we went a whole 20 minutes there, <laughs> Philpy, without talking any serious football. Can we do it for three hours? You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I reckon we could, <laughs> between you, me and Gibbo. Yeah. Uh, let's talk some football, though. Okay. Uh, the first game of Magic Round kicked us off. Uh, I was looking at the, at the fixtures this weekend, Philpy, and it's in Brisbane. It's a dry track. I'm thinking overs. Hundred percent, forty-two and a half yeah. as well. It was at. I'm pretty sure. Uh, overs. Mate. Were you thinking overs, or did someone tip you that? <laughs> someone, someone from Sportsbet, uh, yeah. Shawnee Omarotti, did yeah. tip me that as well. But um, I, so I text him saying because he put up a photo and it was super sunny. It was at Suncorp. I was like, are you thinking overs? Um, this weekend, he said, mate, I'm I'm putting a multi on overs in every single game of the weekend. Yeah. Manly let us down a little bit by only scoring six points. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't get on that uh, on that multi. But any game where you see two teams that don't like defense, yeah, overs is the play. So last night, Bulldogs, they don't love to tackle this season. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Raiders haven't loved to tackle for a couple of seasons. Uh, this game was at forty points by half time. The final score ends up Raiders thirty four defeating the Bulldogs 30. 64 points in the game. The Raiders a couple of times kicked out to demanding leads, um, but the Bulldogs kept coming back. For some reason, Philpy and and we all love to see it. It's a massive part of the game now. Is the Burton bomb? He pulled it out at what fifty minute mark, yeah. sixty minute mark, and. The Raiders couldn't get hands to any. I think he only did oh, – he did three and then one on the siren as a, as a Hail Mary. The Raiders couldn't touch them. If I'm Matt Burton, I'm just bombing every time I get the ball. It did make you wonder why he – I know there has been a lot of chat already this year going, what's happened to the Burton bomb? Where's the Burton bomb gone? Yeah. Do you reckon someone's had a chat with him about it? Because he- Well, I, I spoke to someone at the club about it and they said it, they – want to you know they want to build pressure and the more conservative kick is that high and he can still do a really good high end over end bomb that lands in the corner then they try and trap them in there the spiral bomb he has a little less control over where that's going to land and so it's more of a 50 50 play and will they let it bounce who's going to catch it but that end over end bomb they can pin them in the corner but once the bulldogs are down 16 i'd just be going it every time yeah, well, they've got such an exciting backline missile, which probably hasn't been the case in the last couple of years. So you probably want to see them get a bit more ball. But how was that first half? It was like anyone who got a re- repeat set Scored. ended up scoring a try. Yeah. They hated tackling. Oh, it hated was, it. 
ridiculous. But, you know, I have to say, oh, obviously, boys, I've got red hair in here. Oh, I think best player on ground would have <laughs> yeah. had to be Corey Horsburgh. Oh, yeah. yeah. And not only was he the best player on the ground, when he was walking off the ground and he did his... Um, he did his little half-time, half-time interview oh, with I Jake Duke. Yeah. Dropped a little F-bomb did just he? for all the kids out there. So, yeah. I mean, I think he ran for like 190 metres. And I know stats aren't a huge thing always, but just up the middle, he was unbelievable. And Ricky mm. Stewart, in his presser, said, pick him for Queensland. Did he? What did Alan Jones say? Alan Jones <laughs> said, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Alan Jones said he's a beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Oh, is that, is that, <laughs> he's in love with Corey Horsman. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but, you know, those bombs, like I had this vision of every time he hit a bomb that the whole of Caxton Street, no matter what you were doing anywhere, just stopped and everyone looked up at the sky and you could see the ball above the top of the stadium. Yeah. So they kept showing those um, yeah. shots on the telly of the stadium and the – the low, there's a bit of a fog above it, which I think was people vaping. Um, yes, <laughs> especially in Brisbane, even though the rules have changed in New South Wales, everyone's up there sucking a black current back. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I just, yeah, just that moment of, oh, look at that. And the ball's just going above because they were unbelievable, those yeah. bombs. Like, it was, they weren't just like, oh, check that out. The one that he did the back end of the game went completely from the left side of the field to the right side of the field and yeah. then just dropped. It was like someone shot it. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. So, I'd be doing that every game. Like, he has to do that every time he kicks a ball, doesn't he? The frustrating yeah. thing as a Bulldogs fan is uh, when the game is really on the line, we're only four points behind now. Twice, might have even been three times, we get down to about their 40-meter line. It's the fifth tackle, and Burton's standing on the left, ready for the Burton bomb. They go right to Carl Oluwapu. Now, Carl is going to be, from all reports, a generational talent. But when the game's on the line, at this point in his career, it's got to go to Burton. Oh, and does Carl have a nickname yet? Like, what are we calling him? No, like, um, he is he the K Poo or K Poo? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> is this is this some kind of poo reference? Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> we can give him like I know he's only eighteen. Is he the young poo? Um, <laughs> fresh? Is he a fresh poo? <laughs> I don't know. What, give us a text yes. if you if you got a nickname for Carl Oluwapu. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I thought uh, Xavier Savage as well was quite strong. He he's obviously come. Back Back from that broken draw via New South Wales Cup, yep. they they talked talk to Sticky before the game, said he was going to play on the wing, and he had some tremendous touches on the wing. And yep. you know he probably didn't want to go near that Burton ball, no. but he showed a lot of pace, and that's good signs for Canberra going forward. Yeah, I think Sebastian Chris dropped two or three. He didn't go near those bombs. No, either. No. no one so, did. But, so except for Rapana. But you know what? <laughs> This is where we're talking X Factor for Parramatta, and they want an X Factor player, right? Absolutely. They kept saying we need X Factor. Uh, the other weekend, Burton did three or four of those bombs, and Clint Gutherson diffused every one of them perfectly. And that's the difference. And that's what I think is an X Factor of Clint Gutherson. He saved tries, and he is one of the best in the game under the high ball, which is why I, would, I wouldn't replace Clint Gutherson if I was Parramatta for pretty much any other X-Factor player outside of a Tedesco, Ponga, like the, the top line fullbacks. So yeah. um, he diffused every one of them for Parramatta. Last night, the Canberra Raiders did not want a bar of those kicks. Uh, for the Raiders now, that's four wins on the trot. So they go up to, I think it was fifth or sixth on the ladder. Uh, they, could they make the, the semis <laughs> this year? I, I had them as almost battling for the spoon at one point. It's early in the season, isn't it? And that's what can happen. You only have to put two games together. You said they've won four now. But if, yeah, you win two, you're all of a sudden you're up 
you've moved up the ladder a bit. So it's very early to say this team can't make it. Yeah. People are saying the Cowboys can't make it. The Cowboys can 100% still make it. If they win three games in a row or whatnot, Parramatta, everyone was riding off, and now Parramatta are on a roll. So, look, Canberra, unfortunately, are one of those teams that can do this, yep. and then they'll go the other way as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it looks like they are sort of – there's a lot of emotion within the camp. Obviously, after the Jack White and leaving, yeah. you, could tell it, you could tell it when Jack White does something great. Stu- Ricky Stewart's up there just going, yep. going turbo. Like, all the players are around, but – I just hope that doesn't go the other way because if it goes the other way, they could they could lose a few games on the slide. But they're yeah. playing well. Maybe they should do this every couple of weeks, just announce that someone's leaving. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or even if they're not. Papa Lee but, next. Yeah, Papa yeah. Lee's oh, leaving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the tough thing is, um, and, and this is why I think Sticky struggles across the the season as a whole, right, is he's really good at this. Like it's us against the world. Everyone hates us. No one wants to come to Canberra. Jack's leaving. Like screw everyone. That works really well for a week, two weeks, maybe three weeks. And then you're just so drained. And I had this a few times as a swimmer when, you know, I had a poor result somewhere or someone wrote an article or or something came out and my coach would just be like, right, you know, it's, it's us against them now. And, and you'd rip into training for, you know, a month, two months, but if you try and extend that into a full rugby league season, oh, yeah. it's exhausting. Yeah. Like just having that mindset, everyone hates us, it's us against them. And every time the, the media shows up, it's like, screw these guys, blah, 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 blah. So the, the Raiders, can they maintain this? If you're a Raiders fan, let us know what you think, 0457736736. But I just worry that maybe the emotion's too high. And just a texter, 02, number ending in 0280, uh, Canberra is sixth right now. So... Not bad from Canberra, up to sixth. Um, certainly higher than I expected them to be at this point in the season. You're on the Mowers Club with Missile and Philpy. Yes, you're on the Mowers Club with Philpy and the Missile this morning. Uh, coming up after the break, we're going to review the Manly versus Brisbane game. I want to hear from Manly fans. What do you think about where Tom Trebojevic is at? Um, the big one that stood out for me, Selwyn Cobbo takes an intercept, um, runs the length of the field. Tommy chased him for 20 metres, Philpy? Yeah, four maybe? steps and gave up. Whereas that, that's he would have caught him, yeah, hundred um, percent. When he's at full tilt, and it's it's worrying. Also, as New South Wales fans, um, would you pick Tommy based off where he's at right now? I know he's done great things for New South Wales in the past, but he's clearly not where he was um, prior to this hamstring injury. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is Tom Trebojevic in your New South Wales side coming up? We review Manly versus Brisbane. If you love your lawn, you'll love Toro's latest finance offers on walk power and ride on mowers. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN. Missile and Philpy this morning with you on the Mowers Club brought to you by Toro Mowers, powered by 100 years of innovation. Let's jump into last night's game. Um, this is almost a feature of Magic Round when Brisbane play. It was good. I, I kind of, in, in a hindsight type of way, the games were around the wrong way last night, weren't they? Like... That first game was a doozy. Yeah, it was, it was exciting. Super and then, exciting. And then yeah. the second game lost its way a little bit. Like, yeah. Got a bit boring. Yeah, it was 20-0 yeah. for, what, like 40 minutes there. Yeah. yeah. Not much doing. Manly weren't really firing a shot. Um, and the Broncos just kind of did a bit of drop ball, looked a bit disinterested at times, but they, they were never in danger of losing. So uh, Brisbane 32 defeat Manly 6 um, same score that Broncos lost to the Bunnies last week, so a bit of an omen there. Brisbane have come a long way since they booed Payne Haas last year, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you now remember that? their boy. So that was, hey. that was so, embarrassing last year when yeah. they booed him. Yeah. 
Like because he said he wanted a million dollars, he's a he's worth a million. Hundred percent. Like so, it's ridiculous, isn't it, to think that yeah. they were like, and all the uh, media types were like, no front row was worth a million dollars, and you're like rubbish. Yeah. This bloke's worth more than Look that. Look at the difference between this week and last week. Uh, they lose, they get pumped by South last week, never in the game. This week, Hass back. Ezra Mann was back as well, but Hass is the big one. 100%. You, He's I mean, a beast. Just even yardage. In the yardage, I think, again, stats 190 metres or something from him. He at 90, he played 60 minutes on the flop. Like, mm. he's unbelievable. <laughs> on, the flop. on the flop. Yeah, I just thought <laughs> I'd throw mad, that in there. Mad flopper. You know, he wasn't flopper. at full mass. He would have gone even harder. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, the Bronx. Oh, I think the Bronx are... <laughs> I think the Bronx are the real deal, but I'm really not sure what this does to Manly. Like... I think the big loss out of all the Draboyevich brothers was Jake. Like, he is just – he shows up their yep. middle so well. Defensively, yep. he's so strong. And he does sort of seem as the heart and soul of that footy side. Oh, yeah. And last night, they were just left wanting. Cherry Evans tried hard. I thought Cherry Evans actually played quite well. Yeah. Um, but you know, he just had nothing else. You know who's gone missing and they should report it to the police is Ruben Garrick. Yeah. Um, what's happening oh, to him? Well, I mean, you guys nearly bored him at oh, the Knights as that was, That's why I was talking. I sent a message to my Knights group going, geez, <laughs> didn't we dodge a bullet? And with, you got Lockie Miller instead. 100%. So this is a sliding doors moment where we threw a lot of money oh, yeah. at Ruben Garrick to, to play, play fullback. fullback. Yeah. L- last week, remember Manly said, nah, nah, you were playing the centres. Rubbish. Yeah. He's yeah, on the yeah, wing. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. played in the centres last week. It was barely even seen. Yeah. And he's got like the world's biggest cheekbones, which um, – Freak yeah. me out. What's the story? <laughs> Freak you out. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It looks like he's been – like, oh, every time I see him kicking, yeah. I'm like, oh, look at that. He's been hitting the head. But Well, if, you're ever, if you're ever around uh, women when he's goal kicking, they see those cheekbones. Yeah. Great They're draw. less freaked out. Yeah. They're they like less it. freaked out. It looks like uh, Brad Parker's going to be out for a couple of weeks as well. He's up for injury. It's probably a blessing uh, for Hank Manly Scorpio, to Scorpio. Oh, yeah. No. I know Manly who he is. I, just, yeah. Bit. Yeah. I mean, that's more concerning for them because they, they got rid of um, Morgan Harper who – I think he's missed quite a few tackles stats-wise this year. Um, Same as Parker, really. I, I don't think they can win a comp with the back line as it is. They're just so leaky on the edges in defence. Like, you think of that Manly side that played in grand finals. Like, their centres were Steve Maddai and Jamie, Jamie Lyon. Yeah. Like, it's just a complete different difference to what they've got at the moment. There's, like, yeah. a core of good, like, the edge-back roles. Because me and my mate were talking last night, all right, like, if you had to go player for player in both sides, how many of those Manly players are you taking over the Broncos players? Like, Olukawatu? Yeah. That's about Paseca. it. Paseca? Paseca? Well, well, Flegler or Haas? Oh, I'd take Paseca before Flegler. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a bit, he yeah. Was, he was yeah, very, he was. like, he was big last night. Like, yeah, they weren't was, going forward. And, and then and I he... think I think Manly as well, they made 16 errors. Josh Alawai yeah. made a few costly Four. errors. Like Four errors? I'm, I just. I, you know, do you know what I reckon it is? And it's easy to pile on Cherry Evans, but let's do it. Let's um, do it. <laughs> he lives in Freshwater, so he's a nice enough guy. Yeah, he yeah. signed that Bitcoin type contract where yeah, it, goes, it goes up every year. Like, yeah. <laughs> it never goes down. And that's like that's why they don't have any decent centers or wingers. Like, yeah. yeah. But, but Anthony Seabold has inherited a very interesting salary cap in that you've got Jake. Tom and to, uh, and Cherry, Cherry on over a million. Tom on over a million. Between Tom and Jake, you average them out to a million, and then you got Schuster on eight hundred, reported up to eight fifty. Yeah, there's four players taking up over half your salary cap. 
And there was, I think there was articles this week that Ola Kawatu has been given a bump up of 200k. He might even play Origin this year, which his value would go up even further. It looks like, yeah, they're going to have these guys who they pay quite a bit up here, then they're going to have a lot of those lower tier sort of cheaper contracts. And sure. you know who does it? Melbourne does it well. Absolutely. But they got but Melbourne, Melbourne. But Melbourne, all their money, literally their, their entire cap is at 1679. Manly have got cap in a 13 in Jake. Well, he's now a 10. He's a front rower. Mm. A fullback in Tom, who is Barely at, tires. what, 40% barely on the field. Um, Cherry Evans, their halfback, and then uh, Schuster, who has played two games all season. Um, so I'll f- They've got a um, young hooker. Uh, can't think of his name. Gordon. Oh, Chum Tong, I think. Yeah, yeah Chum Tong. Would you, <laughs> would you consider. Well. Yep. So would you consider moving Croker to the six? Yep. And him in to hooker? I would. And then also, what about Benjavojevic scored a try last night? Mm. Isn't he like? Isn't he a better option at centre than some yeah, of these I muppets so. they've got now? Well, I think so. They've got uh, they so they do sort of have some halves coming through as well. There's a young guy Sam Finu who I think might be 17, 18 years of age. But yeah. it's all down to how Josh Schuster comes back into that side. Like uh, he, I think he's he's a really good player. And he's, Everything he's I'm hearing go, uh, Gibbo is, is that he gone? he's gone. Everything yeah. I'm hearing is that he's gone. Well, this this sort of goes back to that whole thing about how player managers have big influences over clubs. Yep. We've heard this week about how uh, the name, I think it's Mario Tartek, has such a big influence at Manly originally. He brought a lot of those players across. Yep. And now if, you know, with uh, the full Isaac Moses. gone. Isaac Moses has Seabold and oh. then he's got a bunch of other players there. Yeah, it, it, they, they do. They infiltrate clubs and they, they wield their power. Couple of texts coming through for for Manly fans. Uh, Andrew said Manly fans needed Putin in their box last night. Oh. They needed a dictator in there to crack the whip. Boy, love the scene like uh, Putin just sitting bare, sh- like bare chested on a horse in, yes. the, in the box, like in the box Drink as well. His own urine. Yeah. yeah, he could have borrowed the Broncos horse, like oh, you know, yeah. that's up there. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking his own urine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you'd feel like that's what he would do. Uh, Mark says, uh, I wouldn't have Turbo in the Blues team right now. He's not fit enough. I'd have Stephen Crichton on one side with Toto and Latrell with Campbell Graham on the other side. Yeah, fair point. Um, yeah. Would you, uh, this number ending in 280, would you consider putting Turbo at centre with Cooler and, uh, or Garrick? No, with Cooler and put Garrick to fullback? 100% no. No, Garrick. You wouldn't? No, Gar- Gary, I'd, Garrick's battling, I reckon. Yeah, I think he's battling this season, but I think he plays his best footy at fullback. Yeah, uh, Cooler is a better fullback option. Yeah, Cooler's a gun. I would love to see Cooler playing yeah. fullback. If you're going to do that, if you're going to take your best player at who is he going to touch the ball less as well? I don't. I just think Turbo needs to get himself right. Hundred percent. It's, it's yeah. not. I don't think. What's it's, the point of playing at the moment? Exactly. Yeah. There's right. no point. Yeah. He had no impact on last night's game. He may as well not be there. Like he didn't do anything that really impacted the game. And what's the point of having a person at fullback who, defensively, one of your main jobs is to cover breaks or intercepts or and Cobo makes a break and he doesn't. He doesn't even look like chasing him. And and most other fullbacks have the pace to. Maybe not catch Cobbo, but at least go with him for 30 metres and keep him outside the post. He just streaked away and put it straight under the black dot. Plus, it's two weeks in a row that's happened. Yeah. yeah. It yep. happened against... Um, and, and, uh, and against the Tigers, Tigers. Yeah. Turbo makes a break and gets run down by uh, Uto Ikemanu, yeah. the yeah. front rower. I, I would like... You'd rather him just not out there completely. Nah, go give yourself, but then... 
give yourself two, three weeks. Go and sit with Josh Shoestar, and you guys can yeah. just well, sit since around this, over there. Since this, uh, <laughs> since this hamstring, he's had what? He's had a hip point injury, a groin injury, a lower back injury. Does he need to see a hip whisperer, a yeah. groin whisperer, <laughs> and a back whisperer? Well, does do we the myth? Is it a myth? The it's a myth. Gibbo, from the, like from the moment this happened, this yeah. is a myth. And you speak to any medical expert who's in physiotherapy or sports medicine, and they will say that is an absolute myth that we don't have anyone in Australia that can deal with that issue. Yeah. Uh, one more text on Turbo. Uh, this person, number ending in 411, you have to pick him. Queensland wouldn't want him to play after what him and Latrell did to them a few years ago. No way. It's just a different player right now. It's yeah. not the same Turbo that tore Queensland to pieces. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, the way it will, will pan out is Freddie and Brandy will ask Turbo, are you able to play? Are you are you ready to play? And it'll come down to maybe how honest he is with himself and with the selectors on whether he thinks he's up to it. All right, let's take a break. You're on the Mowers Club with Miss Island Philpy.